welcome back to Amadeo Dispatched. We are here at the church and we're here with somebody new today. Hi, everybody. Pastor Stan Jones. We are going to elaborate a little bit more today on our previous Ignite uh, series that's ongoing here at the church on Sunday nights at six o'clock. We have services on Sunday mornings at 1030. So y'all come join us. Come enjoy the fun. On 2-11, which was last Sunday, and we were talking about being slain in the spirit. And you gave a really uh, great definition, which is a temporary physical response to a spiritual encounter with God that involves some or much with difficulty standing. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I, I, that's a pretty simple way to to explain it. But I believe that it's accurate. And, uh, you know, I believe that that's something that everybody can understand if uh you know, but the, one of the things also that I want to 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 bring up, if, if someone's not slain in the spirit, doesn't mean that they didn't have an encounter with God. Mm-hmm. You know, this is just kind of like a byproduct of being in the presence of the Lord. And another thing, as far as like with our ministry and stuff, it's not a priority uh, by no means. Uh, we do believe that it is a manifestation of the Holy Spirit, and it, but it doesn't have to deal with our core beliefs. You know, our core beliefs is essentially to believe in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so uh, it's not something that that is primary. However, you know, we do believe in it very much. We see it a, a lot. We do believe that it is a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. And there is a lot to be gained from that experience. So I think that might be a little bit of what we talk about today. Yes. Okay. Yes. So scriptural reference, we are in Acts 9, we're mm-hmm. verses 4 through 8, is that what we said? Yeah. 4 through 8. Yeah. So he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. And the voice replied, I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. Now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. The men with Saul stood speechless, for they heard the sound of someone's voice, but saw no one. Saul picked himself up off the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he was blind. So his companions led him by the hand to Damascus. Okay, in this particular story, and of course there's many other scriptures that verify that being slain in the spirit is, uh, it is biblical. Mm -hmm. Uh, Why that? We say slain in the spirit. I, I really don't know. There's a history on that that goes back uh, to even as far back as I believe into the Great Awakenings because they, we know that it was taking place there. It is biblical. It is in the Bible and in, in, in several several verses. But this one uh, is kind of special to me because I think that Paul's experience reveals what we should expect when we are slain in the spirit today uh if you'll notice that he was overcome by the power of the presence of the lord so you expect the power of the presence of the lord and uh another thing is that paul heard the voice of the lord uh i mean i believe that the holy spirit will speak to you uh while you're in that in that place and another thing is is that that jesus revealed to paul who he was you know, and then it was like uh, he revealed something about Paul. And then lastly, he, he, while Paul was slain in the spirit, the Holy Spirit gave Paul direction so that 
that would reveal how that he could make corrections. So I think those are important. You know, those are the things that happened with Paul uh, that really turned him in or happened to Saul that turned him into Paul that made a revelation, a revelation that, that changed his entire life. And yeah, he was slain in the spirit and, and, and uh, all these things happened to him, but that's the power and the presence and the love of God, you know, and it isn't something to be uh, fearful about. It isn't something to be uh, afraid of by no means. It happens. And some people who are slain in the spirit for the first time, they don't even realize what is what is taking place. They just realize that they they feel the power and the presence of God and their legs become like jello and and they're not able to stand. And I've had three testimonies that I'd like to share with you of, of, of some people that from their words that have told me of their experiences. And uh, one person said, I felt the presence of God upon me and my legs became like jello to the point that I could no longer stand up. And then another person said that they felt the power of God hit them so strongly that one person described it as like, I felt the power of God hit me like a huge pillow that covered my entire body. And then I just fell backwards. But when I fell backwards, it was kind of like, I just, it was like floating down. And the, the one in particular story that I'm telling about here was a gentleman that told me after he was laying on the floor in the presence of God. And the first time had been slain in the spirit, he hadn't been saved for very long. He come in and experienced this. And I promise you that there was no man in that church that was going to push this man down. I promise you that. When so he, he was when, big? Is that what yeah, he is a large big. guy. And uh, he, uh, well, he just wasn't, he wouldn't, he wouldn't let you do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, <clears throat> but the power of God was overwhelming and he fell out in the spirit and he laid there in the floor for, I don't know, probably 15 minutes or so. And when he got up, there was tears in his eyes. His chin was trembling. And he came over to me and he said, preacher, he said, you know, I don't know what just happened to me and I can't put it into words. I can't explain it. But the one thing that I can say is that I know that God is real. Wow. And you know, if that's the only thing that you get out of that manifestation, the only thing that you get it out of the experience of being slain in the spirit is to the realization that God is real, then I think that's enough <coughs> because that right there alone can change your life. But if we look at the common denominators in this particular scripture, and then also there's others that go along with it, um, you're going to, you're going to have the presence of God. You're going to have, feel the power of God. You're going to feel a touch of God, which is a releasing of the anointing. And you will hear the voice of God. God is going to relate or re relay something to you. He's going to speak to your spirit. He's going to give you, speak to your, to your spirit, give you a scripture some way, somehow in there. It might be, it might be a sentence of like, this is something that you need to change as Jesus was telling Paul. Why do you persecute me so? Why do you continue to kick against or kick against the goads? Yeah. You know, I mean, and he's sitting there and he's telling that. So it's something that the Lord is going to reveal to you. And that's so vitally important. And uh, I think that uh, the 
Another thing is that with the voice of God, he'll reveal it to you in a word, uh, in a phrase, through a scripture. He's going to reveal himself to you, and not only through that releasing of the anointing, but the overwhelming presence of the Lord. Uh, and then if you put all of these things that have common denominators within this, you could get all sum it up in one word, and that is God will reveal himself to you. He will reveal himself to you. He will reveal uh, to you something about yourself. And then he will give you direction to make the correction. And to me, that's what being plain <laughs> in the spirit uh, is, is about. And uh, it's what you can expect. There, uh, sometimes when people are slain in the spirit, they're so overwhelmed by the power of God that they fall out in the spirit and they think that that's it. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I felt his presence. Oh my, yes, God is real. And God touched me and I'm so happy and everything. But, you know, you can get that same experience just by being in a really anointed search service. Uh, why would God touch you in a way and release that anointing upon you to the, to, uh, the degree that you couldn't stand if that was all that there was, I, that's not the purpose of being slain in spirit. There's so much more to that. And <coughs> I think that uh, people kind of cheat themselves because they, the, the Bible teaches us that just before the releasing of the miracle, there's the anointing. Mm -hmm. So the anointing comes, you feel the presence of the Lord as someone is praying with you or whatever the case may be. You might be standing at the altar. A lot of times that's when the pastor's praying with you and there's laying on of hands. I believe in that. And you start feeling the presence of the Lord. That's a releasing of the anointing. And then there is that releasing of the anointing that, that causes your body to have an effect because you have a natural body that's being touched by a supernatural God. Yeah. And so naturally your body is going to have a reaction to that. And I believe that there is always a release of the anointing just before the miracle. And so, but a lot of times I think that we will get prayed for and we feel that anointing and we are overwhelmed by it. And yeah, our legs may get weak and we can't stand or whatever the case may be in that we fall out in the spirit and we're just lying there and we're not really, saying, God, what is, there must be more to this, yeah. you know? And so do you have to remember that that's the beginning of the anointing? God's not done. I know one thing that I was really convicted of while you were talking um, Sunday was that you don't, you're supposed to get up changed. And mm. if you don't feel like you're changed, are you asking God, what was the message that you were giving me? So there's so many times that we have been, Brett and I, on the way home, we talk about the service and how great it was, and I give God thanks for revealing himself, but I don't ask him what the message was that he was giving me. Yeah, and that, that as kind of along the same scenario as this, yeah. is that Cheating that's yourself. the beginning of the anointing, yeah, yeah. And but the miracle wasn't there. Right. You know, what is it that God revealed to me? What yeah. is it that the Holy Spirit spoke to me? Is it just a feeling? Uh, it, are you just dealing with my emotions because I've been, my natural body has been touched by a supernatural God. Yeah. Uh, there's a purpose behind him getting your attention in that way. And so if we go back and refer to the experience that 
Paul had here in Acts 9, then we can look at that and say, God, what are you saying to me? You know, because you spoke to Paul, God, uh, what is it that you want to reveal uh, about you to me? You know, I, I, I want to know you in a different way. <clears throat> it's like, you know, we know God as healer or we know God as our savior. We know Jesus as our Lord. We know the Holy Spirit is our comforter and our guide and our, our, our protector and our teacher and our counselor. And, you know, there's always more to God that we can learn. God is inexhaustible. Uh, he, it, it's like we are never going to arrive as far as knowing all there is to know about God. Yeah. And I promise you, I've been doing this for a long time. And every time that I think that I have something figured out, a particular teaching, even on the subject that we're talking about, then God will reveal to me that, you're just touching the, you know, you're not, that, that's a drop in the bucket. Yeah. You know, uh, you're not as smart as you think you are, Stan. <laughs> so it's like, I want to absorb that. I want to be that sponge for when the Holy Spirit begins to teach. And, you know, one of the things is, is what you need to absorb is the experience. Absorb that experience, you know, uh, because it's just like being slain in the spirit and what this gentleman who told me, he said, I don't have the words to explain it. Mm -hmm. And that's what I would tell people that are, that are watching right now. It's like, you know, sometimes when you ask somebody and the most uh, intelligent minds can give you uh, a very theological, you know, answer to it, it will sound really, really good. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. But until you experience it, uh, that's just the way that God is. God is the Holy spirit is, kind of difficult to explain but he is awesome to experience yeah. and when you experience him you fit into that crowd that says i don't know i don't can't put it into words but all i can tell you it was god yeah and so that's that's an amazing thing and he'll just he'll give you that joy and there's a reason why he wants to give you joy but it's like um you know he wanted to reveal to paul who he was Maybe it's that God wants to reveal to you a new definition of what God can be to you. Mm -hmm. Maybe that he's bringing you up to a new level of understanding and he was going to put a challenge before you. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and he's going to reveal something about you. Mm -hmm. And when he reveals something about you, it's like what he said to Paul, God, Paul, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Why are you fighting me? So why are you persecuting me? You know, you're not going to win this. Mm -hmm. There may be something in your life that you've been kicking against, that you're having difficulty understanding, and it could be the very subject we're talking about here, being slain in the spirit. What I'm saying is, is that God will reveal something to you that is going to make it a reality. And the way that it becomes a reality is maybe not so much through your intellect, but through your experience. Okay. And you can experience that and you won't know how to explain it. You may not know how to put it into words, but you will know beyond any shadow of doubt that it was God. Yeah. So, so what I'm hearing is um, you've said several times about miracles. And when I think of miracle, I think of, you know, healing from back pain or like from a brain tumor, but a miracle can be just as small as receiving a message. Sure. It can bring that healing. And remember that it, it's like when that uh, 
that initial prayer begins and, and you feel the presence of God. That's mm -hmm. the releasing of the anointing. Mm -hmm. The anointing happens prior to the miracle. The releasing of the anointing brings about a releasing of the miracle. That's the beginning. And so people say, well, what am I supposed to do when I'm slain in the spirit? Well, these are the things that I tried to teach beforehand yeah. that God wants to reveal something to you, yeah. that you're special today, that there is something that's going on in your life that needs to be corrected, or there's something going on to your life that you need to multiply upon. Uh, you know, God's all about restoration. Mm -hmm. He's all about um, restoring. He's all about rejuvenation. He's all about giving people a second start. And so when God, when someone is slain in the spirit, they are a part of that experience of that manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Just know that God chose you. God chose you. It don't have anything to do with the preacher or the pastor or the people who prayed with you. It's about you because wow. God has chose you yeah. because he loves you just like he loved Saul, even in Saul's persecution of the Christians and the persecution of Jesus. God still loved him. God saw something in Saul that Saul didn't see. And if he could take Saul's determination and his grit and his intelligence and everything else that he was so proud of being, if you will. And if God could get a hold of him and turn that around for his glory, oh my goodness, maybe God wants to do that with you. And so it's um, being slain in the spirit is, is, is not something that we get up here and we pray, God, I hope you slay the whole church in the spirit and everybody gets a revelation. It's, it's never that. It's part of being in the presence of God. I don't think we have enough floor space for uh, that. <laughs> I don't either. We've tried it a few times, but it's, uh, but no, it, it's an awesome thing. And another thing, it's, it's something that uh, we could talk about it for, for hours. We could give you scripture after scripture of uh, no one's going to convince me. I, I don't have to have faith to believe that yeah. slaying is, like, being slain in the spirit is real. That's a fact to me. Yeah. Uh, not only does the word of God to me, state that in many many scriptures i've experienced it myself i know that it's real mm -hmm. it's just like speaking in tongues i don't need faith to speak in tongues because i know what the scriptures say i know that it's happened to me i do it myself and so therefore i know that it's real mm -hmm. and there's things just like that but i think that one of the things um the only thing that I'm concerned about as far as being slain in the spirit is that we are cheating ourselves of the full blessing. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're just overwhelmed by the power and you're lying in the floor and you feel, you know, a, a special emotion that only the Holy Spirit can do and you're happy and you're joyous and you know that God is real and, you know, you're emotional to the point that there's tears coming that, or that you're laughing or you're trembling or shaking, whatever the case may be. We've seen that here before too. Yeah. The, just the laughter, the joy. Yeah. Yeah. And, but it's, it's beyond that. Yeah. So if I could put, as I mentioned, I think earlier, if I could put one word with the manifestation of being slain in the spirit of what to expect, expect a revealing there will be a revealing not only of God's power and his presence but there will be a revealing about who God is who you are and he will give you direction to make any corrections 
okay? Or he'll give you direction and what which way you need to go. That could be a little scary to people, um, especially if you're ashamed of things that you've done in your past about revealing, God revealing mm -hmm. who you are. So I could see how that could be scary for some. Yeah, but the one thing about when you're lying in the floor, it's between you and him. And he's the one who's doing the revealing. There's no blinky sign above you. So. No, no. <laughs> and nobody else knows about it. So it's much better that I think that God reveals to correct us. Yeah. And then Gently. we can walk in that correction yeah. without it, you know, I guess without it, everybody else knowing about yeah. it. You know, that's that yeah. God loves you enough. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. And we've heard this said millions of times. He's not going to embarrass you. You know, he's not going to do anything that you really don't want to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the things that the Holy Spirit spoke to me about in the beginning of the year is, Stan, you got to quit trying. You got to quit trying to talk people into doing things that they don't want to do. Mm -hmm. And so it's like. I believe that the Holy Spirit is not going to cause you to do something that you don't want to do. And there are those that will come up and we pray for. Uh, they're not, I have never in the 30 plus years I've been in ministry, I have never had somebody come up and say, well, you pray with me. So I'll be slain in the spirit. Never. And I cannot tell you how many people that I have prayed with that have been slain in the spirit, mm -hmm. but it's not one person out of 30 plus years of ministry of all the, I can't tell you how many people that I prayed for here and over overseas and everything else. Not one person has ever come up and say, you know, preacher, will you pray for me so that I can be slain in the spirit? Will you pray for me so that I can fall out in the floor? It, it's never. Hmm. It, that is a byproduct of being in the presence of a God who loves you. And when you're slain in the spirit and that anointing is released, God is desiring to release and reveal something to you. You know, you could be the only one slain in the spirit. Well, that's, that's God saying, I'm loving you today. Oh. Today is your day. And so I am here today to meet you. What a picture. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, there wasn't, you know, whenever uh, Paul was slain in the spirit, the mother boys didn't get slain in the spirit. That's true. Yeah. You know, it was like, I'm coming after you, Paul. Yeah. I am coming after you because I am going to use you and you don't even realize the effect that you are going to have once that you correct what needs to be corrected. Yeah. And so, and look what Paul ended up doing. Mm -hmm. And so the same thing can happen to people that God touches you and you, you're, you are slain in the spirit and just know that he is, he's touching you out of love. He's touching you because he has something just for you. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I was talking to one of our, uh, catchers the other day and he was saying that one time uh, Miss D was up and she was praying with somebody and he said I was sitting there and I wouldn't put my lay my hands on her or anything but I was praying along with her for that person and then about that time there was just a release of that anointing and he said I could I could feel it when it was released yeah. and he said I thought I was going I, he said it knocked me back and he said I thought I I'm going to need a catcher and somebody's going to have to be up here to catch the ones she's praying for. And so we've seen that happen yeah. as, as well. Yeah. yeah. So it, it has a powerful effect. If you have questions, come find us, come ask us. 
amadeodispatched at gmail.com. Come to the church, visit with Pastor Stan, visit with Miss D. Let us know. Let us know what you think. We hope you to see you again.